Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cinema Swap, the podcast where we take a look at older movies and, uh, you know, recast the main characters of modern actors, or we swap characters around, or we swap other actors around, or we, you know, try to put ourselves into the movies or, or, or take stuff from movies to put into our lives. Just, you know, swapping, swapping, swapping. That's all we're doing. And it's cinema themed, hence the name of the show. I am your host, Chris, here with my wonderful furry sidekick forester hey i yeah i don't have a defense for that waxing hurts you're kind of fuzzy <laughs> you get like a beard like i mean we kind of look yeah, the same sure. i do have a i do have a beard yeah and like impressively hairy lower back specifically it's like yeah. a tramp stamp made of fur yeah it's really gross actually yeah it's strange we're not going to judge though all right <laughs> and it's really dark it's like black and you have like blonde hair it's really weird yeah, yeah it keeps it, it may or may not have been the result of a curse i'm just mm. yeah mm. I, gotcha gotcha that makes I, a lot of sense i do tend to push over a lot of old women so <laughs> <laughs> but only ones that look like they could be like <laughs> witches yeah, not, like not intentionally, it just sort of happens. <laughs> old, old ladies with like you know shawls and lots of jangly um, yeah, like bracelets and necklaces, kind of like, gold tassels, or and usually a knobbly like stick or staff. Yeah, like, like that's how I they, know they're fragile because mm-hmm, <laughs> they, they, they need the balance. Yeah, kick <laughs> that out. <laughs> and they yell at him in Greek afterwards and just give him the evil eye. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so realistically, not so bad. I'm doing pretty well, actually. <laughs> Weird amount of them in Ottawa, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually following me around. I think I might uh, just have some kind of union or something. <laughs> the witch's union. <laughs> yeah, their their headquarters is down in uh is down in Kingston, but they do have a a, a satellite office here in Ottawa. <laughs> Kingston. <laughs> Oh, now, Forrester, it's funny that actually you, we brought up witches because often witches have familiars or little animal sidekicks. They sure do, Chris. Which is, which is really <laughs> great because what we're talking about today for this episode, you know, it's the end of February. It's still cozy time, sort of. It's kind of cold. I mean, it's while we're recording, it's, it's a snowstorm right now, which came out of nowhere. Oh, no. <laughs> and all we want to think of is... You know, animals from movies we would like to have as our sidekicks, you know, little buddies to, to cuddle up with or hang out with, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's a, it's a great idea for us for this episode. I think it's very fun because there's tons of animals in movies, really great animals. Uh, some we've talked about before, some we haven't. And um, I mean, I just got a dog at the start of this year and she's an absolute sweet little buddy. And she's maybe a new, you know, unofficial co-host. You often can't hear her because I close yeah. the door so she doesn't get in the room and make a bunch of noise. Podcast sidekick. Exactly. Yeah. Mascot. Yeah. You know, all exactly. around cuddly buddy. <laughs> all around cuddly buddy. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. Also, speaking of the snowstorm, that might also be a witch's curse. <laughs> yeah. That one might be on me too. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, the, like it is snowing, but the sky is bright red and there's like lightning flashes. So it's really <laughs> strange. Well, that's a new one. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, this might be ash and not snow. <laughs> yeah. God. Forrester, what's your, you know, what is your history with uh, animal sidekicks and movies? Like, is there, do you remember really enjoying a lot of movies with animal buddies in them? Or is it just something you haven't really paid attention to? I, I'm going to say that often they feel very unnecessary. I get it. Like, a lot of these are kids' films. So they're there for like, 
not quite comic relief because it's honestly not that funny but <laughs> like, hey look a dog <laughs> there's a little bit of like levity in having an animal sidekick often and it's kind of mm. that it's like having it enables the main character to have a friend and not travel alone so someone they can talk to but they still are technically alone by the like the logic of the movie where you know yeah. there's not another human with them so they count as being like a lone wanderer i i chose the entire flock of geese from flyaway home uh <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't because they'd also make a terrible animal animal companion because geese are horrible yeah i mean unless you can unleash them on your enemy it's kind of i thought about uh what's called march of the penguins i was like technically that's a movie i could just have a whole swarm of penguins <laughs> a swarm, yeah of penguins, penguins come in swarms now <laughs> yeah i think that's a technical yeah. and, and, and to clarify we're we're picking animals from movies we'd want not necessarily ones that are just sidekicks just any movie animal we would want to have as our sidekick Oh yeah, man, I, I specifically looked out for animal sidekicks. So mine's gonna I be did a, a bit of both. Limited. I did a bit of both, but like I just want to specify. I mean, I guess I did the entire way through. I'll, we can chat about it. I'll on tell the you list. what. I'll allow it this time, Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, I think in in most movies, it happened to turn out this way. Animals are sidekicks to humans, but some animals, some movies are just animals. But there's animals in the movie that are sidekicks to the main animal. Oh, you know what I mean. Okay. Yes, I that's that's allowable too. That you can yeah. definitely have animal sidekicks in a movie that's only animals. Yeah, I I chose. I mean, I ended up choosing animals that technically are just sidekicks, but one of them's like a main character. Anyway, we can get into this. That's not a problem. I yeah, I think in terms of animal movies, like I don't think it's something I specifically you know went for a lot as a kid you know chicken run was it was a classic oh yeah that's a chicken good one. run a great one um yeah i don't know like hard to put on the spot about a lot of uh a lot of animals i'm trying to think i had to do some googling for sure but there was some that came to mind right away so i'm pretty confident in my choices for which uh, movie animals i'd like to have as my little buddies yeah that's fair uh, you just made me think of an even better one, so I'm going to go with that. Actually, update your I'm list. I'm upgrading my list. Oh, I don't it's know. Tough. There are some good, good ones, and oh, it's. Yeah. I I came down to a lot of question of like, in my life, do I have a use for this animal? Slash, could I take care of this animal? Yeah, there are some that I'm like, you know, Clifford having a giant red dog could be handy, but also, I think the whole point of that, like those books. And the movie and all that is that it's a lot of work having a giant red dog. <laughs> Clifford's actually a metaphor for the Vietnam War. Oh, the red this, dog. This like <gasps> big thing that you try to like just take care of it, but it's sort of hey, too large to handle. Red. It's and unavoidable. It's you can't ignore it. And it's Clearly red. communist. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The, the, Clifford the big red dog is a, you know, is the <laughs> communist threat from the uh, Cold War. <laughs> It's, it's constantly looming over your household. Exactly. You try to take care of it and maybe ignore it as much as possible, but he's there, always needs to be fed. You always have to pick up its shit. That's right. Yeah. I they think like we cracked the case. I think a lot of, yeah, in a lot of movies too, you have to, the reality of the situation is never really fully expressed. So it's worth thinking about some of these ones. I, I have some, maybe I'll say honorable mentions, but I'm going to leave them till the end, just in case they're one of yours, Chris's yeah. and, and discuss them then. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't want to step on any toes, but I, I thought of some honorable mentions as well. Awesome. Um, you know, 
Um, but I think on that note, we'll take a, a very quick break and then be right back with all your cinema swapping, animal loving action. All right, everybody, we are back from the break. We uh, we took a quick trip to the zoo for inspiration and Forrester fell into the alpaca enclosure and they bit his toes off, which is strange for alpacas, but also strange that Forrester was barefoot at the zoo in the wintertime. <laughs> I'd like to feel the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, but, the animals have to suffer, so do I. That's how that works. <laughs> Well, if anything, a, if anything, the alpaca eating my toes was, you know, a blessing, right? I don't have mm-hmm. to feel it between my toes. Nothing gets stuck there anymore. I don't have to clip my toes. It's you won't get frostbite on your toes if you don't have them. Exactly. Flawless yeah. logic there. It's just making life easier. It's about achieve, like setting little goals and achieving them. <laughs> New Year's resolution was to have my uh, toes nibbled off by alpacas. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's a pretty popular one, pretty common one, easy to achieve if you do it the right way, like we did yeah. today. And now, listeners, it did take several days. We are several days <laughs> yeah. beyond yeah. when we told you we were coming back because I don't know if you know this, but alpacas are not the most carnivorous of animals. They really no, don't we, have teeth made for nibbling toes. We had to douse his uh, toes in in hot butterscotch. <laughs> I was going to say barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, that was afterwards. That was the other foot. Yeah, you know, mix it up. Exactly. Keep them interested. <laughs> now, speaking of mixing things up, the uh, the first animal I'd like to take out of a movie and have as my own little buddy is Jack the Monkey from Pirates of the Caribbean series. So Jack the Monkey is loyal. Jack the Monkey is very clever. And he's also very cute and very dexterous. Those little monkey fingers, you know? He's a, he's a real sweetie. He, he loves Captain Barbosa, does anything for him. You know, he's he and he's kind of mischievous, but like not against the not against his uh, owner. Yeah. And like decently clever in ways where you're you're it's pretty clear he understands exactly what you want. Yeah. Which is, you know, what I look for in a pet and a man. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's that's a very good choice. And starting off with like I had some uh monkeys in my list and i gradually kind of got rid of them although now i'm thinking of more of them like oh, I could have yeah well the, the tough thing about primates uh for the most part is that like a lot of movies have chimpanzees in them and as we've discussed before chimpanzees are horrible pets but they will kill you and they will beat you to death with your own arms like my logic of this is that i'm like but it's the exact same one in the from the movie and the movie ones never attack anyone not in the movie they don't uh, we didn't see the sequels. That's true. They were straight to DVD. What am I going to do? Go out and buy yeah. a DVD I player? mean, hey, <laughs> uh, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, whatever the James Franco one was, uh, Caesar. Caesar's, Caesar's really nice for most of it. Uh, and then they go a little bit yeah, ape Caesar shit. Caesar could have been really nice. I, it's true. I wouldn't want like Caesar, depending on which movie. I guess you have to pull him from the whole movie. Apes strung uh, together. That's a good one. Small enough. Capuchin monkey, right? Yeah, Capuchin, yeah, a little organ grinder monkey. Yeah, exactly. The only downside, just the screeching, the monkey screeching would be just... And he does screech a decent amount. He does screech, yeah. I so, I don't want the undead version either. I want, like, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 onwards. I don't uh, want zombie monkey. You sure? Because he's invincible, too. Mm, doesn't do anything to you. I don't have to feed him either. 
Yeah. And it'd be I really mean, creepy in the nighttime though, if the moon shines in, like I, it's true. And you do stumble around in the dark a lot during, uh, yeah. Night. After 6 PM, I don't turn any lights on in my apartment. Hope the moon just guides me. <laughs> so probably hates it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be terrifying. But other than that, I think not zombie version of the monkey. Cause he's still smart. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind feeding him like little bits of banana and apple and stuff. Decent. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a solid pick for like Jack right the monkey. The Jack the monkey. That's my first pick. How about you, buddy? I don't know how this would work in reality. It might be terrifying, potentially terrifying. But uh, when we were talking earlier, you Bruce the shark horn. from Jaws. <laughs> you know, the sidekick of Jaws. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Gromit from Wallace and Gromit. The dog? Yes. Yeah. I, specifically because incredibly inte- intelligent, almost silent, which I'm like, that's actually decent for like, I mean, I don't mind dogs barking, but like, you know, it's nice yeah. to not have that. Um, but also invents like a whole bunch of Rube Goldberg-esque like machines. I'm yes, like, he's that's very a smart. dope benefit. Like, yeah, really good. That's a the super smart thing where I'm like, I think that dog's smarter than I am. So I'm like, I would love to have that as a sidekick, even like, just as a friend. That's a like nice a more useful Scooby-Doo, essentially. Uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. I hope you didn't pick Scooby-Doo. Nah. All okay, he does good. is get high. Because we can I mean, talk about it now where I, I was like, Scooby-Doo is not a bad one, but arguably not the sidekick, possibly the main character because the show's named after him. But also the benefit is Scooby-Doo, I think, is functionally immortal at this point. Yeah, for a dog that was born in before 1969, because he was already at least like three years old by that point. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big Great Dane, so he would have been. Yeah, yeah. for and Great Danes don't really have like long lives, so this dog must be immortal because there's no other explanation for it. Um, Also, the food he eats. I'm pretty sure we've seen Scooby Doo eat chocolate in the show at some point, and that would kill him pretty much outright, without a doubt. But also, he eats so much. That's why I was like, I don't want Scooby Doo. One, I can live with him being a coward. I'm probably a coward too if I was. Yeah, you're not going to be in scary situations. You don't need him to be brave. Yeah, I don't like if he runs and warns me. Perfect. If he hides in a suit of armor, also fine. If you Um, hear if you hear him going, "Rorrow, Rorister," well, that's that's the thing that I'm like very talkative, and I think that would get grading after a while too. (laughs) It's way too much. I can't afford that. No, I cannot afford to keep Scooby Doo. He eats way too much. (laughs) Yeah, no, like it's it's crazy how Shaggy's able to afford his like food, all the Scooby snacks, all the other food they think sandwiches with thirteen layers. Like that's like. $100 $100 worth of sandwich ingredients well, from the grocery store. It's why they store. always travel around and visit people so they don't have to pay for groceries. Ah, uh, because they're hobos. <laughs> I guess so. Vagrants. They're, yeah, they're vagrants. They're 1930s railroad bums. <laughs> In like the 1970s. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is a parasite. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry for everyone who likes Scooby-Doo. He's a great <laughs> character. Like, I like a lot of Scooby-Doo. I've seen pretty much all the movies. But also, yeah, I can't afford to feed that. Gromit, on the other hand, super smart, quiet, builds me things. Works for a living, damn it. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, that brings up my second pick. And the second animal for a movie I like to have as my own uh, little buddy is Babe the Pig from Babe and Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> Not a bad choice. Was so, also briefly on my list. I'll tell you why. He's got a hustle mindset. He's a pig, <laughs> but he wants to be more. He wants to be a sheepdog. You know, he's on the grind every day. He's ambitious. I like that. He's a hard worker. All right. Obviously, he's very cute. He's a little tuft of hair, which is adorable. Um, 
He also has great communication skills with other animals. While he can't talk to me, he can communicate telepathically with every other animal on the farm. So it'd be really handy when I have Babe, just like, you know, if, if he needs to communicate with other animals we see in the street, or even with, you know, my dog, Teddy, they'd be able to get along pretty well. Because oh, Babe wants to be a dog. That's some even real though he's a cute thing. little piggy, he wants to be a dog. Also, the cute little part cannot be understated because that's over two movies does not grow. Mm. So teacup pigs, pigs don't exist, but Babe is like a medium pig. Yeah. And that I was about to say that like one of the big downsides of getting a pig is they can get huge. Fucking gigantic. Yeah. But Babe always stays small. Mm-hmm. Or at least medium. Like he's not going to yeah, be bigger yeah. than like 50 pounds, which is fine. I mean, smaller than like, I think it's smaller than like a sheepdog throughout both films. So yeah. There you go. Exactly. That's that's a decently sized pig. Yeah, because r- real pigs will grow up to like fucking like four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds, massive. Like <laughs> big enough that your downstairs neighbors and their downstairs neighbors are not happy with you. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, listeners, if you're ever considering getting a teacup pig, which I think in most of Ontario you can't even have pigs as household pets, um, just don't because there's no such thing as teacup pigs. Piglets are tiny. Babies are small. All animals have small babies, but. Pigs will get way fucking bigger. They will never stay tiny. Every picture of a teacup pig is just a newborn pig. Yeah. All right. Solid choice. Yeah. Uh, and then every time Babe, like Babe will probably get me beers out of the fridge. Like he'd just be a handy little buddy to have around doing helpful things. And then I'll always go, that'll do pig. See, I, I was specifically aiming for animals that didn't have too much of a moral compass. I'm not an evil guy. I mean, I want aside from all the pushing over old for women, I guess, elderly women. But uh, <laughs> I don't want an animal that will judge me. <laughs> like, Gromit will judge me for being stupid, and I probably deserve that. So I'm okay with that. But I want an animal that, uh, you know, understood my my life plight, which is being cursed by witches and warlocks, which is why specifically my second choice is Salem the Cat. Ah. The cage witch, which I know some of you are yelling furiously at your phones for some reason. I can't hear you. This is pre-recorded. Um, is a TV show, but there were the movies. Pilot episode 1996 was a movie that led into the TV show. So technically, I'm okay with it. And, so here's a question: In Sabrina lore, is he not her uncle that was cursed to be a cat? No, or is not it... her, not her uncle. But he is technically a warlock that was turned into a cat. And I figured yeah. that was another loophole where I was like, he is an animal. He's an animal. He's time. a cat. Yeah. Uh, voiced by Nick Bar- uh, Bakay. I could not find the animal actor. I was trying to. I was like, who, who plays? I mean, most of the time it's an animatronic with yeah. like hilarious results. So I was like, I would love to be followed around by that animatronic. That thing's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just janky fucking. Yeah. And cat. also just talks like a normal person so I can communicate. But can with can he cast spells? No, but he can give advice on how to. Mm, so you could get magical powers out of this potentially. Yeah, potentially, but mostly it, just watch a clip a show of like Salem the cat doing stuff. And it's fucking hilarious. Like that's he's easily the best part of that show. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think it's very fun. I mean, I've used to, I didn't watch the 90s show, but I used to watch, I think there was a cartoon, like it was a Sabrina yeah. cartoon that was on like- Thousands maybe? Yeah, in the early 2000s. I it came out. I used to watch a lot of that, Archie's Weird Mysteries. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that kind of like Riverdale adjacent uh, stuff. But yeah, I, I liked Sabrina- uh, back in the day, they got a new show now, which I've never seen. Yeah, chilling, chilling event. Yeah, Nef- is it Netflix? I don't even I think? know if Salem's really in it, so I'm just gonna ignore that. 
Yeah, I think they do have a cat. I don't fucking know. But I think I think a wizard cat is a really good choice for, for your second pick there. I think it's very fun. Yeah, it's fun, but it's also not so distracting that people will immediately be like, what the fuck is going on there? There's no unwanted attention. It's wild how insensitive his name is, though, to like other witch, like to other witches. Like whoever <laughs> named him, I guess, you know, his wizard and witch yeah, mom and dad named him Salem. Is that some sort of like sick joke? No, I don't think that's his... Oh, that is his name. I was about to say, I forget was it was Saber something is his last yes. name. Saber Helm or something cool like that. Pretty, it's probably a super dope name, but like naming, yeah, naming your witch kid Salem is just brutal. Like, I don't want to drop like any kind of historical uh, comparisons because there's not, but you know, Salem witch trials weren't a good Ooh. time for women in the 1600s in America. I need to, I need to double check my. Uh, I haven't watched that show in a while, but I was like, I wonder if the place was named after him because he's old. He's real old. So maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe could be right. Could be right if he's at least if he's like 500 years old, then maybe. Yeah, that's fair. I won't look it up. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Saberhagen. I did look up his name. Though. Salem Saberhagen. Yeah, pretty dope. dope. That's pretty yeah. dope. That's a cool last name. So you just have a cat. His last name is Saberhag. <laughs> yeah. That's tight. That cat's cooler than you, actually. Yeah, I mean, so I'd like to, I'd, smarter than me. Look, I'd actually like to be that cat's friend. are my sidekicks, not because, like, I'm better than them, but because I'm human. It's like, it's like a proper, like, uh, it's like a proper movie. <laughs> yeah, do you think you could actually get Salem on the show? I want him to be my co-host now. You're, you're actually relieved of duty. He does have a better voice than me. I'll mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of cool voices and uh, fun, fun little guys, my third and I think my favorite pick for an anim- animal from a movie I want to be my sidekick, Timon from The Lion King. So, All right. And I'm assuming animated or live action or it, not live action, CG? Either. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He'll, he'll be a real life meerkat. He's not going to be a cartoon meerkat living in my apartment. <laughs> That's true. I was trying to think of uh, who voices them. Uh, I think in the new one, it was. No, Seth Rogen was. Seth uh... Rogen was Pumbaa. Yeah. I don't know who did Timon in the new one. I don't care. I never saw it. I'm sure it was. I think it wasn't that good of a movie. Um, <laughs> but the reason I want Timon to be my fuzzy little buddy, A, he's a cute little talking meerkat, but he also loves to sing. So we could like put on some tunes. We could jam out together in the car rides. It'd be very fun. Um, he's super chill. He just loves to like chill and eat snacks. Like I bet he'd love like if I poured him a tiny little beer, I bet he'd love slugging back little beer pints. Like he'd be, he would be like a little fuzzy college roommate. <laughs> yeah. Like I right. could play video games with him. He'd be a good little drinking buddy. Like sure. I bring him, I bring him out to bars He'd just be a little furry friend, and he'd be very excellent. portable too. Mm-hmm. He's a little guy, and I'm, meerkats are hella cute. I'm proud of both of us for not going for like super big on this. Yeah, well, we live in apartments. Like you, you can't fit Clifford the Big Red Dog in your fucking basement. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, yes, yes, yes. I can't disagree with that. I was like, yeah. potentially, if I got rid of everything I owned and like carved out all the front doors. <laughs> also, I'd give I'd give Timon cute little shirts but not pants just like little little t-shirts and hoodies and stuff yeah cool as you yeah. should dress him up give him, yeah and i think he would just love life nice warm apartment comfy couches yeah and he's like chatty he's funny he's clever perfect nailed it yeah 
That's my last pick. Forster, tell us your last animal, buddy. I this is a tough one. I I mean, I kind of went off the first two. I was like, for sure, those ones are good. And oh, I think I might do this just to be a little bit crazier. There's some definitely good, some good honorable mentions here. But I'm gonna go with maybe Pikachu from Pokemon <laughs> first movie. Now, Pokemon aren't real. Yeah, so I imagine are they it animals like, even? I imagine it would look like Detective Pikachu. Okay. All and right. now here's the thing is are we allowed fictional animals? Well, I mean, you mean things that don't exist? Because yes. Timon is a fictional animal. Yeah, oh you're right, you're right. But I mean I didn't the animal choose, itself is fictional. I didn't I'm choose perfect. Pikachu because they're not even real. Like I didn't choose a fucking unicorn. You know <laughs> is, what I mean? Doesn't like, draw too much attention. All right. Yeah. I, have a I don't know. Like I think I'm not I like where your head's up, but I don't think I'm gonna allow Pikachu. Okay, that's okay because my follow-up is Hedwig from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh Hedwig, yeah. Hedwig from Harry Potter. Yeah. Played by the owl named Gizmo, which I'm like, I would probably Aww. just call him Gizmo. That's a much better name. Gizmo. Hedwig. What's wrong with you? Who names an owl Hedwig? Damn the Brits. Lizards. The Brits. Okay. They're backwards probably over there. Probably cursed in some way. Yeah. <laughs> um mostly I I mean I'm not I'm not in love with this pick. But mostly because it's an owl that's like very trained, well trained, and will kill itself for me. We'll die for you. Yeah, not kill itself. We'll take a bullet for you. <laughs> I don't know. I live a pretty weird life. <laughs> <laughs> it's for insurance reasons, Hedwig. Do it, Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> if you love me, you'll take your own life with this butcher's knife. <laughs> but mostly, it'd be cool to have like a, a, a pet owl that actually understands you. That's the yeah. key thing. Like, I mean, people can train pet owls, but I ain't got time for that. No, you need a semi-magical owl that gets you your mail. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the mail thing would also be handy, but that's just a fringe benefit. I'm getting rid of my phone. I'm just going to have an owl deliver you letters from now on. Shit. I mean, I have questions about how that mail systems wor- system works, but I'm just not going to. They are just mailmen, basically. Yeah, they're just... They, I guess wizards just have th- hundreds of thousands of owls that fly around the world. Here's the thing. So there's like a central meeting place, right? For these owls. Probably the Ministry of Magic, I guess. I think I think it's more like if I wanted to send mail to you, Chris, I wouldn't just send it to you directly with my owl, despite the fact that that would just make sense. Yeah. I send it to a spot and then your owl meets my owl, takes the mail and brings it to you, which I'm like. But, but how does my owl know who your owl is? There's the fucking thousands of owls. Magic, Chris. I think the yeah. owls go straight to straight to the homes. I think my owl would take the mail directly to you. Yeah, you'd think so. But then I write how the address. Hedwig on... end up bringing stuff to Harry? Because then it'd be never your owl bringing you mail. Yeah, that's how it works. There's male owls that bring shit. Yeah, all right. Hed- Hed- I don't think Hedwig brings Harry Potter any mail. I think he does from somebody. But, then but maybe when he's at school, though, like maybe Hedwig just hangs out in the mail room par- during parts of the day, or he goes to Logan check. having a drink, <laughs> you know, in the mail room. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, listen. Do you stand beside your mailbox every minute of the day? No, you go to check it from time to time. It's okay for parcels to sit there for a few minutes until you go check the mailbox. Maybe Hedwig (laughs) goes down every couple hours, checks the mailroom, and then says, okay, nothing to report, or he brings it back, whatever it is, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, Pet Al, pretty dope. I'll give him that. That's also probably- That was on my list. That was an honorable mention for me because I think owls are very adorable and they're great birds. Well, so if I hadn't chosen uh, Gromit, so I didn't want to have all dogs and stuff. There are some pretty good dogs in there. 
I was very tempted by uh, Max from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 1966 version, because mm-hmm. the, the live action one has, I don't want CG. I'm not even going to, I'm going to ignore that that one even happened. Uh, the live action one, he has too much of a moral compass. I think we mm. discussed that where it's like, I don't want a dog that's going to judge me for, I'm never going to do the wrong thing. But if I did, I don't want my dog to judge me. Yeah. No, for um, sure. This is Max from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated one, is just like, he's just happy to be there. He's along for the ride. It doesn't matter. He doesn't even fully understand that it's like Very that. strong. We discussed before. Very strong dog. Yeah. Can help hold up the sleigh. Very strong dog. So walking him might be a challenge if he wants to pull in one direction. Ah, he but he's just... smart enough. He just wants to be around you. So that's, that's the true. point. Like, he's never going to run off. Yeah. But if he does, you're going for a fucking pavement ride. <laughs> i think i'll just let go at that point <laughs> yeah maybe he'd come back run for free sure. run free so amazing that'll, that'll wrap up our, our main picks there but i do have to have some honorable mentions first off paddington the bear oh paddington although you know what i'm glad i didn't pick him because i would say he is the main character yeah but i mean like you know He's, i think he'd paddington's good... no one sidekick chris <laughs> He would God damn, like a, stab you. He, <laughs> How dare you say that? Well, Paddington did go to prison for a while. Like he's got a he's got a rep. He'll take you down with like a marmalade sandwich, but like chloroform where he like puts it over your mouth and like <laughs> just choke just on down. marmalade. You fucking yeah. drown, drown in a sandwich. Yeah. No, Paddington would never. Paddington is a nice boy who sees the best in everybody and is just there to make the world a better place. He's a good right. boy. He is. So he is Paddington. A- I mean, obviously, Air Bud would be a fun one to have. A dog that can play sports. You can, you know, you can. Your life would be more active. You could be in better shape playing sports there, but all day long. Yeah, that one I could justify by in the first movie. He's sort of a psychic. It's hard to say. It's like 50 50 on that one. And then beyond the first movie, he's really the main character. So it's like tough to think. Also, everyone go home. I'm assuming if you're not home, go home immediately right now and look, go up, a now. Picture, look up a picture of Air Bud with his little sneakers on. Fucking oh. adorable. Oh. My God. I can't. It's just too much. Dog, he's in shoes. Teddy won't let us put shoes on her to go outside in the winter. So it's like, all right, Teddy, you're gonna have cold feet for a bit. Here's the thing: these aren't just little booties. They have like toe boxes, like they're actual sneakers. Like proper like, shoes. It's yeah. So weird. <laughs> um, but I guess that makes sense. Hardwood floors and dogs. Yeah. No, I'm running around bare scratching them up. Yeah. They also they'd be sliding. Even, they couldn't even you know, say yeah. yeah. Those waxed exactly. floors. <laughs> That's a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> dog just eating shit back and forth across the room. Yeah. And I, I think we should, on the line of dogs, too, we should probably have an honorable mention for Lassie as well. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is the animal sidekick. Yeah. Like the OG. So, you know, that's there. I'll I'll give that. But I haven't watched any of the movies. And I was like, ah, also feels like one of those ones that would judge me. <laughs> mm. Judgy dog, Lassie. Look, I got stuck in the well again. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I thought I saw food down here, Lassie. <laughs> like a role reversal. Yeah. God. I thought you, I saw a squirrel, damn it. <laughs> you, you continuously get your head stuck in the banister. The fucking stairs. <laughs> Lassie has to come with a stick of butter and rub it around. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Again? All right, you know where the butter is. <laughs> good. Yeah, or uh, Baxter from Anchorman, pretty good too. Speaks oh, of course, Spanish, yeah. can eat a whole wheel of cheese. Very he speaks impressive. Spanish and bear. That's that's also very true. And can survive being punted off a bridge. Yeah, might also be functionally like not immortal. 
He's magic for sure. Yeah, definitely some kind of magic involved. Because he can speak bear. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's the part that does it. Yeah. Um, you got any other honorable mentions? Um, not a whole lot. Like, obviously, there's just shit tons of movie dogs, but some of them are sad, like because they die. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. There's a you lot know what I sad. saw, which I want to mention, which is it, I thought was really uh, interesting. I was looking up a list of like best movie animal sidekicks, and number two was like Chewbacca. And I, I would argue that Chewbacca is not an animal. Chewbacca is like a I'm, human, like a humanoid. I'm happy you brought that up. I put him on my list specifically to bring him up and say like. That's not an animal. Just because it has fur doesn't make it an yeah. animal. I'm not an animal despite my fur patch. Yeah, like Chewbacca, like just because animals and star or alien Star Wars look have like animalistic um attributes to them, I wouldn't call him an animal. Like he's fucking sentient and he talks. So a question along that front, because I was also looking at like Studio Ghibli stuff, Spe- specifically Princess Mononoke. There's a she has like a not it's not a pet wolf, it's a sidekick. But it's a 300-year-old wolf goddess that I'm like, is that is that an animal? Or is it just like a goddess in an animal form? Yeah. Kind of like my warlock Salem thing where I was like, that's pretty dope. But also having a giant wolf around you is, uh, that's a bit noticeable. Hard to get jobs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dope, though, has like weird, just magical knowledge. Like, also very handy. Salem seems like the better choice. I can't ride Salem, but he's funnier. Oh, also Hidalgo from Hidalgo. Yeah, I can't I, ride a horse, but he's a very good horse. Yes, exactly. So I, I, I learned how to ride a horse. He's I can't a good boy. To take care of a horse. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why you didn't make a list because he's a very good horse, but I don't have room for a horse. And I can't ride a horse. Yeah, I think we mentioned uh, Baloo from the Jungle Book. Yeah, good excellent. Choice. Singing Bear. Mm-hmm. Chill. He's, he's kind of like a big, a big Timon, like yeah, very similar is, kind of vibes. It is a lot to feed a bear, but probably less than you would think i think, I think a couple fish yeah some berries and shit like, like, i think you could afford to feed a maybe take care of a bear that's like super intelligent you could probably afford to take care of a bear all you got to do is you got to go to a part of town with a fairly unsupervised uh kindergarten and just let them in there for a few minutes let them roam around yeah. sing the kids yeah <laughs> right just, that's find, why just, you know find, find a low income preschool with only like one very stressed out uh administrator or you know supervisor oh i thought you were gonna say one very stressed out kid who may or may not have been raised by wolves oh wait no 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 no, <laughs> no, no. enough kids that blue can you know maybe snack a few yeah. Fine. yeah exactly but yeah um, i think it'd be easy enough yeah you mentioned your first pick for monkey i didn't want to bring this up in case you picked another one but abu from aladdin of course abu decently also like smart Sh- really shifty monkey. though a thief you want a criminal a criminal monkey here's the thing is he a criminal or is he just doing what you know okay with lying to women is that all right with you forrester that your monkey has no morals either <laughs> yeah, exactly won't fucking judge me you want a con artist monkey sick of these judgy animals <laughs> you want a monkey that's so greedy he causes a cave-in that's actually a better point that's a much better point yeah He'd be like one of those friends who like steals your shit and then gets mad at you when Chris, you accuse him Chris, of it. Look, think of his situation though. He's lived on the streets his entire life and there's just gold around him. That's hard to say. I no. get it. I get it. All I'm saying is Abu's a little bit more trouble than he's worth. Yeah. I mean, if we're going Aladdin too, there's also uh, Jasmine's sidekick. The tiger. Yeah. Raja. Well, he's in the first one too. Yeah. And also just having a, you know. Having a fucking tiger be tight. Yeah. 
although a little overprotective, but that's fine. That's all right. People are out there to hurt you, Forrester. That's a judgy animal. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't let any bad girls into your apartment. (laughs) That's all that's in my apartment. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not good enough for my boy here. Get the (laughs) fuck out. (laughs) Such a judgy tiger. (laughs) Oh, did you wear sweatpants to your first date with, with Forrester here? Get the fuck out. No, that's 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 actually a good call. That's a fair call. Mm, <laughs> don't wear sweatpants to a first date. Not if you're going out. Yeah, unless it's to a strip club. <laughs> no. Well, I think if a girl... I think a strip club is a bad first date for anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you and the tiger go to a strip club, now we're talking Miami nights. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. Screw oh, Arabian Nights. We got Miami Nights. If you bring here. a tire to a strip club, all of a sudden you got VIP booth bottle service. God. And they have to call you um, Don and Pappy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they already do. But Don Forrester. Your no, table Pappy, is ready. It's definitely Pappy Forrester. Come on. Pappy. <laughs> God. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm, I'm happy with my picks. Yeah, me too. Uh, Chris, you want to recap yours and absolutely absolutely so first up we have uh jack the monkey from pirates of the caribbean nope then we have babe the pig from babe and babe to pig in the city and then we have capping it off timon from lion king the lion king i guess i think all of yours work very well together too mm-hmm. it's a little menagerie yeah it works pretty well and i can see them all being friends slash like riding around on babe's back yeah, I mean, in, in real life, I have a dog and a gecko, so I've got half of a zoo going right now, pretty much. Yeah. Five pets? Are you mad? <laughs> Be fucking Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, exactly. All right, I got uh, Gromit, Salem the Cat, and Hedwig. So, decent mix. Yeah. They're all intelligent enough that, like, like the biggest concern would be Gromit, but he's super smart, so he's not going to, like, chase a cat or an owl. He's just going to be, like, no. chill with it. And the cat can talk. So cat would be like, hey, Gromit, today relax a bit, okay? Just a single, like, just, just a little like fake paw that pops up. Like it's always <laughs> off screen somehow. And I'm like, how is that, ha- how yeah. is that happening? We're in real life. <laughs> Gromit, dial it back today a little bit. We don't need a, a, a bucket of water spilling on our heads from the door every time we walk into a room. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs to shower when you have Gromit making water uh, <laughs> contraptions around the apartment? Exactly. Perfect. As soon as you lie in bed, it uh, snaps 50 water balloons at you. Well, tell me, because most of the stuff he makes works very well. It's Wallace that kind of mixes them up. I would love to have a machine that just does all the work for me when I get up first thing in the morning. I just like yeah. sits me in my chair, I'm fully dressed and showered. I'd be like, great, barely awake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gromit. No, you, you turn into one of those fat space people from Wally. I mean, I'd still have to do stuff. It doesn't do everything, but it means I don't have to like shower and dress myself. <laughs> Maybe. And you think Salem the cat would teach Wallace magic to incorporate into like his magical no, I technology? Think that might be the only animosity is the, mm, the science magic versus magic. Versus science, mm. yeah. But it'll keep them as like best frenemies, like a oh, constant yeah. rivalry to one up each other and one to of them's, be better. One of them's silent and like very helpful, and the other one is. Very talkative and getting into trouble. Yeah. It's, it's well, that's the only issue contract. I could see with Timon and Babe is that like Babe would be working hard, hustling, trying to better himself. And Timon would be like, Babe, get another beer. Like riding on his back, being like hands behind his head, being like, Ugh. Yeah. I think Babe like would be really helpful, wouldn't mind a lot, but there'd be times when he'd be like, Come on, man. Like, do something for yourself. I didn't think I didn't think pigs get bags under their eyes, but 
He's yeah. looking real stressed right now. Are you stressed this week? <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> all right. Well, solid look, pick. All yeah, around. Great list. Great list all Good around. Yeah, High absolutely. Five. High five through the screen. High pause with little, you know, little doggy pause or like little toe beans. Said, those off screen pause that just kind of like stick in there and like do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listeners, uh, we'd love to hear your picks for your favorite, you know, movie animal, movie animals and movie animal companions you'd like to hang out with or have as your own little buddies. Let us know. We're at CinemaSwap on Twitter and Instagram. So you can see our posts, follow the show. Uh, Please, whatever list, whatever you're listening to us on, please give us a five star rating. Give us nice reviews. It's super helpful. It'll mean more people will be able to find the show and um, tell people about the show. Like we always say, tell your friends. Tell your family. You know, if you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Call your mother. You can trick them into listening to it. Exactly. Anyway, tell your mother, but not All your right. dad. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell your dad. <laughs> and uh, more important than all of that, that will do, donkey. Bye. I'm so happy no one picked Eddie Murphy characters. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>